is in the know for Thursday, June 17th, the 168th day of 2021. There are 197 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is in the know coming up today. We will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We have a new federal holiday, or we will later this afternoon. We'll tell you about it and when it is. We will also uh, welcome the return of the humid weather and the chances for rain. We'll tell you about that and also give you a chance to win that and a whole lot more coming up today here on Yen the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. We are having burgers this weekend. I heard that rumor. Correct. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have burgers on Saturday yes. because we've got this new thing that we're doing at home called Eat What's There. Yes. You see, we've just gotten, because we got loaded up, freezer's full, so we're yeah. just trying to work from our inventory. Right. Um, I am I am building a burger incorrectly according to a new pro tip that I read. Is that in the burger industry, which I learned from, you would put your condiments on the top side of the bun, your your lettuce, your ketchup, et cetera, when you made them. You would use the bottom heel of the bun as you're on top of it on the griddle, and then you lay it together, and you wrap it, and you serve it. But as it turns out, that's not the ideal way to do it. On the bottom of the bun is where you should put your lettuce and your tomato and your and then maybe the cheese on top. So I'm doing it in an inverted order, but I was taught by druthers on how to do it. So well, should and I like the way that you do it. But sh- so so should I be criticized because I was taught by a professional burger making institution, but now I'm maybe not doing it in the optimal way. What's your ruling on that? Well, I, I like the way that you do it. Just keep doing what I do. Yeah. All right. I'll just. I'll I'm just. Good with I, that. I'll just do me. How about that? He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He is the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe: London, Moscow, Paris, and even Pine Knob. He's Sam Gormley, and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? You're not. I'm well. You well. You were nodding over there just oh. in the. Uh, oh, see, yeah, I've cooked myself one or two <laughs> negative restaurant burgers. Yeah, I mean, you're you're classically trained in the restaurant cook. arts, oh, yeah. aren't you? I was. I have a, a do rag that my kitchen manager gave me that says "Grill God" on it. <laughs> so there you go. But so. you were saying the way I was. T- the way I was taught at the restaurant level, you're saying is not the optimal way. So we would do both. Uh, so really? we had some burgers. Lettuce was always on the bottom bun. Always on the bottom bun. Okay. That that was a non-negotiable that we had. But sometimes we put, the, like, the aioli on the bottom bun. Uh-huh. Some oh, of them okay. were on the top He, he worked at a fancy yeah, restaurant. See, Brothers, we call it mayo. So. Well, see, it's not mayonnaise. It's garlic mayonnaise. Okay. So we got to be all official when we call it aioli. <laughs> I see. Okay. Uh, but, going. yeah, no. So And uh, tomato, though, always goes. There was a, a bin in the corner of the restaurant. That had a trash bag in it. That's always where the tomatoes went. Uh, <laughs> that's always the best place for those. Okay. Well, that's uh, where yes. I want to hang out is over there by the tomato stack. <laughs> yes. I got it. I had a large stack in there. Is it safe to say, you know, there are a lot of dads who are probably going to be getting 
Some may be getting one of those fancy new grills for oh, like Father's those. Day. Oh, yeah, those are cool. So can is it safe to say just just do the grill just be the master of your own domain. Assemble your your burger however you like it for yourself. Is that fair enough? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... I've recently started putting the cheese on the bottom, and the reason is is because now see that the, the cheese goes on last on the grill, throw the cheese on there, and then put the heels of the buns over those, and then I scoop them off the, and put them on the platter. and So then you can dress the top of it without getting the cheese stuck to the bun. We'll see Because that's the worst part. See, you need to get the cheese on there, and you need to cover it with a with a top to a, a pot or something along the lines of that. Mm-hmm. Then it gets the steam in there, and that cheese just melts over the top of the burger. Know, that sounds like a whole lot of effort. Uh, <laughs> right? So, but clearly, these are first-world dad problems that I'm talking about oh, yeah. here. Mm-hmm. You know, which side of the burger does the cheese go on? It's it, it is a it. I don't know if it's a sad commentary or a good commentary about the problems we truly face if we're arguing or, or we're debating where how to properly assemble a hamburger. But if dads were really in charge of the world, I mean they're not. But if dads were really in charge of the world, here are some universal truths that would exist. First, garbage would take itself out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if dads were in charge, we would figure out a way that garbage would take itself out. If dads really ran the world. All phone calls would end after 30 seconds. It's just an automatic, you get 30 seconds, phone call, click. You're out of time. I think most dads will will think phone whatever needs to be accomplished on the phone can be done in about 30 seconds. Or a text message. I'm, I'm sure my dad would agree. Report card comments would be limited to, nice hustle, you'll get them next time. <laughs> if dads were in charge of the world. Uh, if dads were in charge of the world, if your wife really needed to talk to you in the middle of the game, she'd pop up in the little lower right-hand <laughs> corner of the screen like a rules official, like they do, and preferably during a timeout. <laughs> or commercially, better. Even better. If they're doing that playthrough, even better. Oh, you got yeah, some action over here, you got yep. a commercial mm-hmm. in the background, and then you got... I'll do that with like NASCAR screen. or something That's along right. the lines of that. Yep. And then a giant foam finger, your number one, would be an acceptable anniversary gift <laughs> if dads really ruled the world. <laughs> hmm. All right. But we know that they we know that they, they do not. Maybe for the portion of an afternoon on Sunday they might, but outside <laughs> of that, it's a very narrow window of opportunity. Back toward 90 degrees today we go. And we will see heat building today and into tomorrow. More heat possible outside of rain this weekend uh, and into Monday. A strong cold front looks to push in Monday evening, perhaps with a round of severe thunderstorms, something that everybody will be keeping an eye on as we get closer. We'll see a high of 90 today. Uh, No chance of rain for you today. Tonight, clear evening, cloudy late, a low of 70, and then hot, humid, a night thunderstorm for your Friday evening, high of 95 tomorrow afternoon. It cannot be it cannot be hot and humid without having a good chance of an afternoon thunderstorm, and depending upon where you stand, you may get one. Your neighbors might not. Oh, I've had that a couple times where it's been raining at my house and coming here, like coming home from lunch, it's, mm-hmm. it's like it's never even rained a drop here, and I don't live that far away. It's interesting that I see during these humid conditions, the road will be dry, mm-hmm. but if you look over in the rumble strip, there's still water standing in the <laughs> in the divots from the rumble strip. You say, well, it rained here recently. What, because I always love when you're driving on the bypass and you see the people coming towards you with their wipers on, but oh, you're, yeah. not, you're not at that point yet and you can kind of see it coming yep. because it's just a straight stretch of road. I'm driving right into mm-hmm. it. I got it. Uh, President Biden 
And Russian President Vladimir Putin did have their summit meeting yesterday, three to four hours. Made for some good. The late night comedians had uh, a lot of fun with it. Uh, I think this is true. I think President Biden gave Putin a set of custom-made aviator sunglasses. You know, that's I, kind of Biden's I, signature is aviators. I'd love a pair of aviator sunglasses. <laughs> That'd be cool. That have the presidential <laughs> seal on them. Uh, but he got – President Biden got a little bit testy with members of the media, and maybe rightly so, at the end of his press conference to the one that he told one journalist, if you don't understand that this, you're in the wrong business. I'm like, okay. Um, but he just didn't like being questioned about – it was an honest enough question, but he he it was one of those deals where, he, well, first he took his jacket off, and I understand that it was hot in Geneva, probably not as hot as it's going to be here today, but he took his jacket off, and so that looked kind of unpresidential, but it was hot, fine, whatever. So then it came time to end, and he reached down in the floor, so he bends, he doesn't even have someone to take his jacket and then bring it back to him. He's like, reaches over in the floor and picks up his jacket, throws it over his shoulder, puts his aviators on like he's Tom Cruise in Top Gun, and then walks away from the podium three or four times. But then somebody keeps luring him back with a question. He's like, i got to have one more bite off this apple until the end where he finally just said, if you don't understand this, you're in the wrong business, which he later uh, apologized for to the, to, the, to the journalist. I'm wondering if this is what, one of the reasons that his handlers won't let him spend a lot of one-on-one time with the media (laughs) is because he'll just malarkey them all to death and come on man and all that. I'm wondering if that's it or if there's, did he turn down your request? Some other reason, you know, we've not actually submitted the request. I've been a little afraid he would say yes. (laughs) Um, or that he would call me Stanley, which all Democrats do. Uh, still to this day, I get emails addressed to Stanley. Well, then you could ask him. <laughs> you just have one question. Come for on, him. man. Why do you call me Stanley? That's That would be my one question. Mr. President, why do you call me Stanley? Uh, also, later today, President Biden and Vice President Harris will have remarks after a signing ceremony of what will be our nation's 12th federal holiday. It will be Juneteenth. Now, as a as a... Uh, matter of operating procedure here, what I need to know is, is there a caveat in this declaration after Congress passes this? Is this Juneteenth? Is 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 this Saturday a federal holiday? Does that mean? Yeah, it, I think it so. Is? I think it gets started right away. Okay, but then does that mean then that it would be tomorrow? Because mm-hmm. if it falls on a Saturday, do we move it to, so this means I don't have to go to work tomorrow? I think that's what it is. Is this what is this what President Biden is going to tell me this afternoon? Is nobody has to do anything tomorrow? Can he call you Stanley if he gives you tomorrow off? Call me whatever. (laughs) He call me Stan if he wants. He can. He can. I don't. I don't care. Really? Is this year going to be? I think so. I think so. Uh, That's confusing. I mean, why? Why wait? I think it's their philosophy. Yeah, I I was curious. I did hear this morning. It'll be our twelfth federal holiday so if you got 52 weeks you so you've got about 250 yeah about 254 days something like that 258 day working days in that range so then you back out 12 that doesn't sound like that many but when you have 12 then that's an average of one per month 
Then you tack in the faux holidays, you know, the, the holidays that aren't federal holidays, but we observe them. Or when the 4th of July falls on a Thursday, you know what happens on the 5th of July. Mm-hmm. Nobody does anything. And, and so we just keep adding to these. And I have to wonder, I'm, I'm not denying that Juneteenth is a worthy milestone in our nation's history to set aside some time and celebrate it. And I'm fine. I mean, I'm fine with the premise, but what I am curious to know is, is it, is it, is it the best move to add holidays that are customized to segments of people? Like to give you a, for instance, Columbus day is one of those federal holidays, which probably is going to eventually possibly go away. I think that if you, if you looked at the federal calendar and you said, we got to get rid of one of these federal holidays. That one is going to be it because it's divisive in the sense that it's insensitive to certain groups of people. So is it a smart move then to our nation's birthday, federal holiday, a day of Thanksgiving, federal holiday? Like, I get those things. So I don't, I don't, I don't know, I, but I guess I like the day off. I don't know. I don't know. It's these are just questions I have. They're not answers. So I don't know. Maybe you'll get your interview request and you can ask. Him. Maybe he'll tell me exactly what mm-hmm. it is that I need to know. There has been a slight uptick in Grayson County's COVID nineteen numbers between June ninth and yesterday, according to the latest report from the Grayson County Health Department. On Wednesday, uh, GCHD Director Josh Hembry, uh, Josh Hembry reported eleven new cases of the virus have been confirmed, raising. The county total uh, to just under 2,300. There were six the previous week. There are some uh, seven counties that have reported zero new cases over the last seven days. Uh, Trigg, Carlisle, uh, no new cases in a couple of weeks. Hickman, Garrett, McGoffin, uh, Clay, Robertson, things looking good in that regard. On the statewide level, there is a little bit of orange on the map now. Webster, Hopkins, Graves, Knox, etc., on the state, about 230 yesterday. Positivity rate was at about 2.07. But I've been looking. I've, I've been looking a little bit more at the number of uh, the positive daily cases. How many of them are unvaccinated? Mm-hmm. You know, and so there's another there's another factor in there is that if you are vaccinated, it's not that you can't get and test positive for COVID-19, but the efficacy rate says that there's a 95% chance you won't die from it, or you won't be in ICU or you won't. That's really what the vaccine is protecting you from is the, uh, is the, the severe consequences of having it doesn't mean that you won't, that you won't test positive. So People continue to still uh, struggle with that. But I'll tell you, there's another big decision that parents are going to have to make on the horizon because the University of Kentucky will be a clinical vaccine trial for children ages 6 months to 11 years, and that's going to be the Moderna. It's a two-phase. There will be, I think, a very small number of kids in this initial phase, and then they'll study them and try and make decisions. Moderna is the one that's already available for people 12 and up as of earlier this week. And now they'll do a study to see if they can bring that back on down to uh, six months old and basically up in the same way that you're doing other vaccinations, whether it's MMR or, you know, other vaccinations that uh, that we're getting. So I don't know. That's good. The UK is one of the I mean, I think that that would be a good thing. I don't know how many testing or well, I don't know what the word is 
trial sites there are, but that's good that UK is one of them. It is. Well, and you good have, luck for the Commonwealth. You, it's a it's a good look, but you also have to know that there are financial resources attached to that, which then helps just drive the economy. It puts people to work. It's got researchers. It's you know they're all things that uh, are in orbit of that decision. Two Grayson County residents have been killed in a car crash in Hardin County. The accident happened yesterday afternoon about 4:40 in uh, on Highway 62 West near West Hardin Middle School. The uh the Hardin County uh coroner's office has not released the uh, uh identities yet of that, but you can read about it at k105.com and the story will be updated as more information is known. It's been a tr- tragic few weeks for Grayson County and in Hardin County that have been involved in accidents. After a one-year delay, World War II veterans will have an opportunity to participate in an honor flight as part of a B-25 Mitchell barnstorming tour across Kentucky. It's going to get underway tomorrow down in Paducah, and then it's going to kind of sweep south of us over the course of the weekend, and then come Sunday afternoon, uh, B-25 Show Me bomber will touch down at the Litchfield-Grayson County Airport. And uh, it's, these things make a lot of noise. Now, they got those old great <laughs> engines that are loud. And, and It'll be cool. There will be no mistaking when, when she will arrive. And um, we're being told that at least three local veterans will take part in the honor flight. So she'll be around for a while and do, I presume, a couple of, of – touchdowns and landings and you'll get multiple opportunities so um you're invited to come and attend uh, i talked with uh dennis cook day before yesterday and he told me there might be some shaved ice there i did hear that rumor <laughs> i, I also heard rumor. there was a car show i did not hear that rumor uh, that if that information is incorrect blame dennis cook he's the one that told me well, yeah, I mean, and I thought, well, I'm on the wrong side of the airport. <laughs> I need to get over on the. I need to get over on the other side. But the so you kids that don't know, um, in the next few weeks, I'm going to watch Pearl, the movie Pearl Harbor again, which which I love. But uh, Alec Baldwin plays uh, Doolittle and Doolittle's raid. And if you've seen that movie before, they were they the B-25 bomber was what was involved in the bombing of uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And a lot of the latter part of that movie is them trying to take all of the weight out of this B-25 aircraft in order to make it light enough to get to the shores of Japan and do these bombings. And the significance of it is there was no regard for return. They knew that the range of this aircraft from an aircraft carrier was not that they dropped the bomb and returned to safety. It was drop the bomb and figure it out from there. And so this is when you see this come in on Sunday, that's some of those are some of the things that you need to have in mind is the significance to this aircraft's role in ending World War II and uh, setting forth a whole lot of peace and prosperity for our nation in the coming decades. Yeah, so. It's history. Yeah, it absolutely history is. History in front of your eyes. A LaRue County man has become at least the 16th Kentuckian federally charged for participating in the U.S. Capitol riot on January 6th. The FBI announced yesterday Kurt P. 
Peterson, 65 years of age from Hodgenville, was arrested and charged with obstructing an official proceeding and aiding and abetting destruction of government property, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, one additional interesting footnote, as being a federal uh, inmate, he is being housed at the Grayson County Detention Center. A former commercial airline pilot and U.S. Army Ranger has been convicted in Hardin County for murdering three people. The Attorney General's office announced that as of yesterday. 53-year-old Christian Martin of Pembroke down in Christian County was convicted of fatally shooting three of his neighbors, uh, Edward Dancero and Calvin and Pamela Phillips, in November of 2015. And it's still that story is still so surreal. He was arrested right before he was about to board an aircraft to fly it. Like he was he was at the Louisville airport. Can you imagine being on working. that plane waiting to get on? Oh, Here's my my pilot gets arrested for three counts of murder. It's unbelievable. It just uh, it's like that's something from a movie. No, it, it oh doesn't, God, no. doesn't seem like it's uh, doesn't seem like it's real. A uh, it's a sign of maybe things are improving for the University of Kentucky men's basketball team. It, it maybe would be an indicator that they could have a very good team when the Cal to the NBA rumors surface it's, it's, again. It's if not a got, summer without those. It, but if he's got a terrible team and uh, his opposition is not worried about him on the recruiting trail, they don't say too much. But when he's got it going and he's and Swaggy Cal is back, <laughs> then all of a sudden that you know he's going to the NBA, right? So we get to, to hear more of that. But he says he's happy. He's got the best job in the country. And by the way, he does when allowed to do it. And... Um, also, I said uh, last week, Sam, you were going to be lobbying for the Reds to only play weekend series because they swept them. Well, now they swept a midweek series. Yeah, it's, it's great. So you're six in a row, eleven of thirteen. You Reds, thirteen are, of sixteen. Reds are doing good things. So how the Yankees uh, looking good? Uh, so, I don't know. I've, I've quit paying any attention. Absolutely. <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on in the Middle. Summer now I'm spending lots of dollars Going swimming drives me crazy I've gained so much weight My boss says Go jog, son, I went home and ate Sometimes I wonder What am I gonna do Cause I'm much too fat For the summertime pools Today is <laughs> I can't even contain myself Eat your vegetables day today <laughs> What a perfect no transition uh-huh. right? <laughs> Exactly I know what I'm doing <laughs> You've done this once or twice, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was Fresh Vegetables Day. Today is Eat Your Vegetables Day. So you gathered them yesterday, and now you get ready to eat them today. So maybe you can look a little bit better around the pool. It is, uh, of course, if you want to go the other direction, it's Apple Strudel Day. Okay. And it is Garbage Man Day as well. Yesterday, we saluted custodians. Today is Garbage Man Day. God bless them. Oh, yeah. Amen. In the rain, they ride the back of that truck. In the snow, they ride mm-hmm. the back of that truck. In the hot, they ride the back of that truck. And I don't know if you've noticed or not, garbage is stinky. Yeah, and some oh. of you got a lot of it. <laughs> some of you have more than others, and some of mm. yours is stinkier yes. than others. And so, uh, by the way, thank you to Mr. Templeman for uh, additional uh, history lesson on the role of Doolittle and what he did when, when he did lot and when he did little. You, just, you, you see like that? what you did there? And so that's one of the things that we will also benefit from the honor flight on Sunday is learning all the details that we need to know about who did what and when and how. And But I still maintain 
great movie recommendation on Pearl Harbor. If you haven't seen it, take the time. Uh, there was something that happened in the last... Oh, wait, before we need to do that. Oh, I got the weekend funny tweets, dad version. Oh, ooh, this should be good. <laughs> I know my dad's not going to be on there. He doesn't do social media, so we'll be good there. Not at all. He doesn't do Twitter. He doesn't LinkedIn, do... if you count that. And I mean, I... I mean, if you count LinkedIn as I, I, well, I, we've been trying to get him to get on Twitter because we think he'd really like it, but he he just he won't do it. Truth be told, I use the roll eyes emoji whenever someone says that link. Like, oh, I do social media. Yeah, what do you do? LinkedIn. Yeah, it's. I mean, is it? I don't know that it's really. Yeah. No, that's also like people right. trying to make a case that YouTube is social media. I guess technically it I mean, is, but it's not. It is very pure. What about Google nature. Plus? That's still a thing? No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the Weekend Funny Tweets, Dad Edition. Uh, the dad says, I told my son we couldn't afford something. And he asked why I didn't have more money. And I said, you, dude. You're the reason we don't have more money. It's kind of true. Yep. Yeah, no, that's good. Simon Holland said, kids really overestimate how much parents want to guess things. <laughs> guess what I did today? Guess where we're going tomorrow? Guess what mom said? Guess what? I don't want to guess. Can we you really just, don't. Can you just, just tell me. Can you just tell me? <laughs> At, uh, Joe Briggs says, Joe Briggs Esquire says, ooh, he ooh. fancy. Said, check on your friends with toddlers. The toddlers are winning. Send help. <laughs> The, the toddlers are winning, <laughs> without a doubt. Natalie Tall was here yesterday, and she said, very special agent Natalie Tall was here yesterday, and she said the difference between having one kid and two kids is the difference between having one and 100. <laughs> or she said it, it feels like that anyway. At Vinod Chapru says, my children wanted to play restaurant and are now very upset because I told them my place does not allow kids. <laughs> That's awesome. I would so be that mom. Like, I would, yeah. We can play restaurant. Rodney no LaCroix says, great news. I got a 100 on my son's geometry test. <laughs> Sometimes they just wear you down and you just do it. Got to figure out the way to do math. You got to sleep sometime. <laughs> so you can't, you can't stay up all night. And the dad brief says 25% of parenting is resisting to urge, resisting the urge to scream, just get to the point. <laughs> and then, and, and, and then what? And then they said, and then, and so, and we were going and the neighbor across the street and just, just get to the point. Whiteboard out to write it all down to figure it out. Can I get the abridged version <laughs> of this story, possibly? <laughs> and Bacon Popsicle, which is an interesting Twitter handle, said, I mean, I like bacon and I like popsicles. I don't know that I want the two of them formed in a union. But Bacon Popsicle says, if I learned just one thing as a parent, it's that by the third kid, they can be juggling samurai swords and hand grenades, and you won't care as long as they're doing it quietly. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some go-to dad moves, without a doubt. 
Something happened to me in the last few weeks, and a fourth grade word suddenly became challenging for me that I had to question myself, have I forgotten how to spell this word? That happens to me sometimes. And I'm a good speller. I, um, I you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm an expert because I, I think I tend to write like I speak. I, I write in broadcast copy rather than in the, the King's English type of thing. But I'm verbal, um, I'm expressive in writing, and, I'm, and I am a good speller. But sometimes even a simple word will come along that I don't know if it's be because I'm about to turn 50 or what, but I'll look at it and go, is that how you spell that word? Am I still spelling that correctly? And so I ran across a list of from Google Trends Analytics. By the way, I can't even tell you what the word is. It just puzzled me at the moment. Thought, What's happening here? Mm-hmm. I know, I know this. Oh, I, word. I know how to spell this <clears throat> word. Google Trends Analysis reveals each state's most misspelled word. Oh dear! And in Kentucky, it's favorite. See that? I, I don't have any issues with that one. Nor do I. Nor do I. But I can see where some would. Virginia is also favorite. Georgia is also favorite. New Mexico, I see in there. New Mexico is favorite. Uh, then we have... Ohio. Uh, was that yeah. Missouri? No. And, uh, yeah, Ohio is in there. And uh, Iowa. And so it, it... But then you look around the country in the Midwest, people seem to be having a problem with believe. I, I can at least the I before ye, but I before ye except after C... The Hawaiian Islands, it's every. Like, they want to say E-V-A-R-Y instead of E-V-E-R-Y. And these are ones that I have seen, by the way, more and more mishandling of the word definitely. Mm, and it comes one, out defiantly. That's one that I will occasionally get. The, the one, though, that I'm looking at this that I can understand that sometimes gets me, I just have to think about it, California. Separate, I can at least, uh, mm-hmm. I can at least get that one. Uh, because it's set bar rate, you know, and not yes, because it's it's mm-hmm. not as it's it's not mm-hmm. spelled as we say it. I can understand that one. Yes, because I, I even have to sit there. How do you get this again? Is which surprising to you? Which which? Exactly. <laughs> I don't th- which the one that should be across the board is there because oh, everybody just, gets that one wrong. Oh. Yeah, I think that's an equally yeah, problematic across for the board. Everyone drives me crazy. But I did like <laughs> quarantine. Quarantine and quarantine, but what's up with Florida? Pharaoh. Firstly, why do Floridians need to say the word or know yeah, how to spell Pharaoh? Pharaoh? They aren't in Egypt. I mean, of all these normal words, definitely peace, quarantine, believe, favorite, and then up jumps Florida with Pharaoh. DC has succeed. I can see that. Maybe. I mean, is it two C's, two E's? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got it. Okay. Yo Plate. If you love Skittles, listen up. Yo Plate is making Skittles yogurt for candy lovers. I think I'll pass. Yeah, me too. I mean, it might be good. On I think the, that just sounds too sweet for me. On the rare occasion that I'm eating a Yo Plate yogurt. One, I probably stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's probably the only time I ever <laughs> eat it. <laughs> and 
his wife packed it back upstairs <laughs> to the room. That's right. Peach flavored. Or, or I said, I need to do something different. I've got to have yogurt instead. I'm going with the blueberry on, on mine. If well, I, mine if is I, peach. If I yeah, have I like the peach one. So I don't know that I want, I don't know that I need my yo plate yogurt to go in the direction of candy. I'm normally trying to get my yo plate yogurt over here in the healthy category or the let's be more responsible category. They do have one of the yogurt brands that's got the Oreo flavor. And that's, that's, that's like, but that turns almost like into dessert. like a, yeah. That's dessert. That's not yogurt. I thought yogurt was supposed to serve some type of. Nutritional, health-wise, right. Yeah. It's an alternative to bacon and eggs and greasy type stuff, which is pretty pebbles hard or... to beat. Gorilla Glue Girl, do you all remember her? The... When I was reading the story earlier, her face helped me remind me on who she was. She, she decided she was going to use Gorilla Glue on her hair to make it smooth, and boy, did she. But then she was in a pickle. She's no longer stuck on using just Gorilla Glue. This young lady, she has a, it's a Louisiana mom, and uh, Tessica Brown is her name. And she has a new hairline, a new hair product, a, hair, a line of hair care products called Forever Hold. And to which I would ask, is she who we want in charge of our hair care? <laughs> Asked as a person who has none. Right? I spend very little time in the hair care aisle. Uh, I haven't had a hair dryer in my hand since mm, somewhere around 1995. So <laughs> I'm just not, you know, I recently, I recently ascended to the two in one category. <laughs> so I no longer need shampoo and conditioner separate. Oh, I, I've done two in one every just day of my going, life. <laughs> just going all in. I just finally decided, you know, you can save. 50% of your time if you just do both at the same time. Oh, yeah. Because the outcome is absolutely the same. But my question is, is she the person we want leading the charge in doing hair care properly? If I'm being honest, I'm not the one to talk about doing hair care properly. So, sure. Why not? Give, give her that time. I mean, but. I tend, to, I, I tend to entrust people with names like Paul Mitchell or Vidal Sassoon or. <laughs> Oh, Gorilla Glue funny. Girl is not necessarily. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if. I don't know if she's my go-to on. Hey, how do I do hair better? But maybe that's yeah. just me. I'll ask my hairdresser later. Okay. And if you're traveling <laughs> this summer, the National Park Service is making an effort to give you good messaging. This is the equivalent of not using the Gorilla Glue when you travel the National Park Service. And they are once again telling people what to do if you encounter a bear. Bear safety trip uh, tips if you encounter a bear. Um, the bear will show you signs that you're invading its space, but it's up to you to know if it clacks its teeth, sticks out its lips, huffs, puffs, uh, woofs, etc. Backing away slowly seemed like simple advice to follow. But first, you should never play dead, never run, never shout, or make any sudden movements. But here's the most problematic part of their public service announcement. Don't use your friends as bear bait. Oh. See, I think that's the best way to do it. You always take the one friend on vacation that's... I, I am concerned the with the... Le I'm concerned with the destination we've ended up at in this regard. 
Is this tongue-in-cheek? Is this a way of being funny to drive home the messaging? Listen, I have always said if you see me running, you better run too because something is chasing us. Mm -hmm. I I get that. And I have also said I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. But I'm not going to push you down and surrender you to the bears. So is this a problem? Are there instances where this has happened that the National Park Service feels it necessary? I think it's tongue-in-cheek. I, I think it's... I think so, too. I, I hope so, right? Can we... We have a national park. I don't know if there are any bears in it, but we have a national park just right over there. We can throw mm-hmm. a stone and, and hit it here. So can we ask them? We'll send someone on assignment down there. I just need to know. Is Thanks. this really a problem? So just... But to be clear, friends don't use friends as bear bait. All right. Are we all clear on that? Good to know. Very good. Going to give you a chance to win coming up here on In the Know. In the air, the wind is taking everywhere. Did you know a microwave uses more electricity powering its clock than it does heating your food? No, I did not know that. Well, I guess when you Weird. think of time it uses to... I guess. I mean, how long do you use your microwave per day? Yeah, the clock is always on mm-hmm. and you use your... I mean, if you ran your microwave oven constantly, I think that those numbers would be inverted. But that that would be... Would I mean, be I dangerous. use my microwave maybe five minutes a day. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that much. 90 seconds at a time, five yeah. minutes a day. <laughs> yeah, I got exactly. it. But the clock is always on. Uh-huh. Also, did you know Jane Miser scored the big uh, ticket giveaway yesterday? I got uh, got in a big way and forgot to tell you that Jane was the big winner yesterday, and it worked so well. Uh, we're going to do it again. What we've kind of noticed is that between uh, watching, listening to the live audio stream, whether you're on the app, whether you're at K105.com, or if you're uh, listening to 104.9, 103.9, everybody's kind of on different mileage. So we're going to do caller 20 at 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. Two tickets to Holiday World, two tickets to Beach Bend, two tickets to Kentucky Kingdom. All to the same person, 270-259-6000. And, um, Can we win? No, you cannot yeah. win. I mean, you could probably have some tickets, Sorry. but you can't win <laughs> You can't. You can't say win. I might try to be caller number twenty right now. Can't win the contest. <laughs> uh, the Rock has been voted by People Magazine as America's number one reason. Uh, the number one reason to love America is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> it, it's just such a specific. I mean, I have nothing against the Rock. I. I mean, I don't dislike I don't him by any means. Fairy. He has been masterful. In crafting his image, his public perception, he hasn't run. He hasn't run a foul. Like he hasn't. He hasn't drifted over into the cancellation lane on anything. Now I don't know that I'm ready for him to be president. But to go back, like The Rock is the reason that I spent any time in the World Wrestling Federation. Like when mm-hmm. he got over, it wasn't Stone Cold. It was The Rock. And when he went into the stratosphere, and then when he kind of when he kind of faded, I was like, "Yeah, this is this is boring. This is just soap opera, and it's silly, and it's juvenile, whatever." But 
then when he wanted to be a movie actor, I thought, ah, this wrestler, he's not, he's not going to be a movie actor. He's good. He is good. He does. I mean, he's a, he's a he franchise. You can bank on him. That's right. And so this is my point is that whether it's him or whether it's his team or whoever, he, it's, it's artful in the way they've been able to pursue opportunities and make him a, a, a Hollywood box office superstar. I mean, I, I love him the most from as Joe Kingman. Yeah, I mean, he's just got he's got such range that it doesn't. And he's just kind of he's big and he's bulky. And I mean, I like him as Maui. See, I've never seen. In, I haven't seen Mo- that movie yet yeah. in Moana. I've never seen that movie. Beauty and uh, Pop Quiz, Sam. Who is the antagonist? Who's the villain on <laughs> Beauty and the Beast? All right, you, you got see, it I was right in this week. Beauty and the Beast in middle school as a play, so I should have known this. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast prequel series is coming to Disney Plus, and it is centered on Gaston and LeFou. Josh Gad played LeFou in the uh, remake, and so are they interesting enough to have a prequel? I think there'll be a lot of humor. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. LeFou is is awesome. What what do you think about the idea of a prequel, Miss Buckles? Well, you know me. I, I'm a very classic, original. Just uh, I don't know. I mean, I will watch it. I think. Yeah. But I'm not jumping up and down, like up and down, waiting for it. I'm excited for the storyline that helps teach us how Gaston first used to eat one dozen <laughs> eggs, and then how how he grew. And then he had five dozen eggs, and then that that's... Yeah, not me. I mean, oh, by the way, we want to say congratulations to Richard Bailey. Richard Bailey won the oh. won the ticket giveaway this morning. Have fun. Disney Plus, he, is, he will have some fun. Disney Plus is switching up its original series premiere schedule. The streaming service will no longer be premiering its new shows on Fridays, which did strike me as odd when it was The Mandalorian... It was hard for me to get used to. The Mandalorian's new episodes were coming out on Friday. So for whatever reason, they're moving them to midweek and then making a big buildup into They probably get good reviews. Like if they're out on Wednesday, people watch. They talk about them, and then they you know build up into the weekend. I think that'll be fine. See, I'd almost have to wait for the entire series to come out so I can binge it. Because you're not patient enough? Yeah, to, nope, not at all. Yeah. Uh, I, I am also... I'm a little bit um, curious about what's going on with the release of season four of Yellowstone. I am rewatching the first three seasons because in preparation for it was Father's Day weekend that that show had been premiering each year. I don't know if it was production delays because of the pandemic, but Paramount Network did something really funny is that when they built their when they built their program guide, in the time slot where it would be, it says title not available, but the title before it and the title after it are visible. And I thought they're playing a trick on me. But if you go to IMDb, it makes no mention whatsoever to the premiere date of Yellowstone uh, season four. So I don't know when it's coming, but I am anxiously awaiting its arrival. It is I've good. Ne- I've never seen it. Oh, it's it, really good. I don't know why it's so good. I mean, I, I've always liked Kevin Costner, but I've never been just like, oh, Kevin Costner. But it's it's good. I don't know what it is about it. It just it appeals to just kind of that cowboys thing that you wanted to do when you were mm-hmm. uh, when you were a kid. So anyway, we'll keep an eye on the horizon for its release. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. We were just kind of talking during the break about attending things. 
And my ponderance this morning was, what was the last live event you attended? Oh. I, I guess not counting no, Cougar no, Sports. Yeah, you can't, you can't <laughs> count, you can't count one or two of those your vocation year. as an event. So if you set aside all Cougar Sports, what was the last event that you went to? To, to tell you the truth, I'm asking you all, but uh, I'm not sure what the answer is for I me. I went to Kentucky. They played Florida, I think, on the 29th of February, if I remember right, of 9th of 2020. So this was almost two, over two, I guess, yes, over two years ago. It was like two weeks before everything shut down All right, at Rupp. There is a chance. I, uh, there is a chance... I have not been to a live sporting event since Benny Snell played football at the University of Kentucky. At the Mississippi oh. State game? Probably. Because I think we I was there, you were there, and Ken Hallett was there too. Yeah. But I was not together. Relying, like, I was relying upon you to tell me the last live event for me. But. I don't know. It's not certainly not a concert, I don't think. I, I mean, no. if I go all the way back to you know the last – Right before the pandemic, I had to be in Washington, D.C., and that I knew for a while that was the last time I was in a restaurant because it was part of that part of that KBA outing. And so but and I go back before that. I'm not sure what the last event would be, whether it's a concert or a gathering or a I mean, Grayson County High School graduation. I was there for that. Mm -hmm. I guess that. But does that count? If I was working. If I can't count Cougar sports, then you, <laughs> you can't, can't count, count that. that. Yeah. I was going to say, because I did plenty of sporting events, but it was weird because most of the sporting events I did, there were 50 people there. I guess it's sad that we've blocked it out. <laughs> you know, or or that we, I guess that was my point. I tried not to harken back to say, oh, I remember back then when we used to get to go to things. But that's going to be, that's going to be remedied. So, no, I mean, I've already got stuff, things planned for this fall. It'll be exciting. Yeah. Uh, Season three premiere of Holy Moly is on ABC tonight. If you're interested, that's the uh, <laughs> Steph Curry joins the team with uh, oh. Rob Riggle and uh, was it Joe Tessitore? Is that how you Ch say Tessitore. it? Tessitore. Joe Tessitore. And they uh, return to the booth to watch the action unfold. This so is he's just play by play. Th yeah, this is people getting hit in the head with so, okay. things. So it's just obstacle course, holy like wipeout kind of thing. I think it's wipeout okay. without the without the water. Or something. Okay. I don't know. On ABC, the season two premiere of The Hustler, and then on E, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, I couldn't keep up with them, and they I lost ran. Them. They ran off a long I time ago. Them. Last one I watched, I think Lamar Odom was in the family, so that's been a while. They they rode off for me about the four K mark. They're at the 401k mark, and I'm mm -hmm. back here at the mm -hmm. 4 mark. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1994, after leading police on a slow-speed chase on Southern California freeways, O.J. Simpson was arrested. It's a long time ago. Yeah, I've heard all the stories. 1775, the Battle of Bunker Hill resulted in a costly victory for the British, who suffered heavy losses. The Statue of Liberty arrived in New York Harbor in 1885. I don't I I need to look this up today because I don't know. I know she was assembled. You know, like she didn't come in exactly like she is, but I am curious to know. I don't know the the answer to this question. I will presume she was crated in some way, 
But how visible was she when she arrived from Europe? What year was it? 1885. Yeah. I'm not sure. Let's see. Birthdays today. Barry Manilow is 78. Newt Gingrich is 78. Joe Piscopo is 70. Thomas Hayden Church is 61. Greg Kinnear is 58. Dan Jansen is 56. Will Forte is 51. Venus Williams is 41. And Kendrick Lamar is 34 today. Sam, are you paying any attention to the Olympic trials yet? Not really. I mean, kind of from afar, if I see a headline, that's pretty much all that I'll take in. I know Sydney McLaughlin is killing it. Yeah. And, the uh, Kentucky former UK runner. University of Louisville swimmer. His last name is Harding, is also qualified in the. And I think they were saying something meter, on KSR that somebody fly. from Tate's Creek High School uh, yeah, or something along the lines of that. Pat Forty's daughter was in the Olympic trials mm-hmm. as well. And so I, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to study up on some of these athletes so I can be more aware of their stories when they get to Tokyo. And see, that's why I hate that it's in Tokyo, because at, right now will be the big events. You know, like the, the biggest oh, events will be happening. Yeah, and that's yeah. kind of stinks. Getting yourself into a cocoon where you don't get spoilers is going to be tough. That's why I loved Rio, because it was great, because it happened pretty much at the same time. Right. 1958, the coasters were number one with Yakety Yak. Don't talk back. There's President Biden yesterday with his coat over his arm and his aviators. Dishing out malarkey. Yeah, I don't even know what the temperature would be in Geneva this time of year. It can't be as hot as it is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Chart toppers are being... Apparently the coaster is the only one that wanted to play. Uh, Somebody to Love by Jefferson Airplane was number one this date in 67. It's 89 Win- today there. It is? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Wings, Silly Love Songs, 1976. Oh, Wings. We're missing out on them. Again. We've had a lot of Wings lately. Yeah. Uh, Brian Adams, Heaven in 85. Anytime, Anyplace, Janet Jackson in 94. Miss Independent, Kelly Clarkson in 03. And Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe, number one nine years ago today. That one could be in, was it yesterday you were doing the annoying songs? <laughs> that yes. one could be in there. You think that one's annoying? And I didn't know. How did you all not know Friday? Oh, or who was it that didn't? Just, they didn't know it. No. I didn't know okay. it. Like, that's, wow. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today, <laughs> continuing our Father's Day theme. Uh, Steve Martin. I, this is really not true too much anymore because uh, now we dads keep our pictures of our kids and family on our phone. We don't keep mm-hmm. them in our wallet anymore. But to show you when this when this uh, quote was coined, Steve Martin said, a father carries pictures where his money used to be. <laughs> a father carries pictures where his money used to be. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.